The New York Rangers season is over. They fall in seven games to the New Jersey Devils. John Chick of Locked On New York Rangers joins us to talk about what went wrong next on the road to the Stanley Cup. All right, Gil Martin here. The Locked On Road to the Stanley Cup continues as we welcome John Chick from Locked On New York Rangers to talk about what happened to his team in round one against the New Jersey Devils. John, what was the biggest reason that the Rangers fell short in seven games? I mean, there's a lot of things we could go to here, Gil, but I, I think, you know, in a nutshell, the first thing I want to say here is I think the Devils just wanted this more than the Rangers did. You know, at, looking at the whole the series as a whole, I said this uh, coming into this playoff series here, and it's something that I mentioned during the regular season as well. I think the Devils against the Rangers this year competed harder against the Rangers than any other any other opponent, excuse me, uh, that they went up against. And, and that was on display here. You look at this game seven here tonight, the Devils just wanted it more. They came out flying. They were sharp. They outworked the Rangers at every single turn. There was never a reason to think uh, that the Rangers were going to win this game. I mean, you're hopeful. You know, the first period scoreless. And it's like, all right, well, not a good first period, but we're scoreless. You know, maybe we can get it going. But there was never really that moment of optimism, that moment of, okay, we got things rolling a little bit here. It never came. It never occurred. And, uh, man, you see the end result. That was absolutely ugly. And, uh, you know, getting credit to the Devils. Uh, but the Rangers, you know, not putting their best foot forward, not emptying the tank. It, it's inexcusable and really surprising. And uh, as far as other reasons why uh, they lost, and I get the feeling you might ask me about this, but uh, the, the star players were just no-shows uh, in, in a lot of cases. I mean, Panarin and uh, Kane, I think you start with the two of them, but uh, it goes beyond the two of them as well. Yeah, I mean, that is my next question. Which player or players most underperformed? Uh, you going with Panarin and Kane? Yeah, it's got to be the two of them. I mean, you know, there, there's there's other players as well. You know, I, I don't think anybody in the top six did very well. Uh, Trocek was barely noticeable. And uh, you think with Trocek at the very least, you know, he'll be chirping guys and mixing it up a little bit. There wasn't even really a whole lot of that. But yeah, man, Panarin, I mean, he assists on the first two Ranger goals that they scored in the first period of game one against the Devils. Does not get a point after that. And, you know, it, what he does in the regular season, that's all well and good and everything. But, man, $11.6 million a season, if you're at two points in a seven-game series, I mean, that's just not good enough. And there were rumors that Drury was unhappy with Panarin after last year's performance in the playoffs. Last year in the playoffs, Panarin was not at his best, but he got 16 points in 20 games and a Game 7 overtime winner. So I can't even imagine how, you know, the, the Ranger coaching staff, pretty much everybody involved with the Rangers, including the fans, uh, is feeling about Artemi Panarin right now. And as far as Patrick Kane goes, you know, all these rumors that, you know, he would only approve a trade to the Rangers and that's where he wanted to go. And he wanted to be here so bad, like watching him in the regular season and now in this playoff series, my reaction to that is why, why exactly did he want to be here so bad? He just was somebody who was just there. You know, he, he wasn't, he, he didn't look engaged in these games. I, I, I don't know what the issue was. He had a chance to bury a rebound in this game tonight. I think it was only one to nothing at the time and the pucks lay in there and, he just kind of taps it, you know, where's the fire, you know, go up there and try to stuff the puck into the net. Like I just, I, we never really got Showtime Patrick Kane with the one exception being game two of this series where he kind of took over. Um, just hard to figure out what was going there. And I know he has the hip issue. Maybe that messed with him a little bit. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, you, you bring in Patrick Kane, you expect a heck of a lot more than what the Rangers got out of him. Yeah. Were there any bright spots from this series that could be carried forward into the summer or the next season by the Rangers? Man, I mean, the the way they started the the first two games was incredible. But I mean, that's that felt like it happened about a year ago at this point. And you know, Igor Shesterkin. I mean, I, I definitely have to shout him out. I thought he was absolutely fantastic uh, throughout this entire series. And unfortunately, 
in a lot of ways, it's kind of the same old song and dance that we saw for, what was it, like 15 years with Henrik Lundqvist, where you've got this elite goalie, a guy that wins the Vesna, a guy who's always, you know, top three, bare minimum, top five best goalies in the league, and you don't do enough to support him. I, Igor Shesterkin did not have a bad game this series. I, I don't think there were any soft goals, maybe one. Um, and even tonight, he continues this streak that he's got going on now. He now is alone in third place, most consecutive playoff games, allowing three goals or fewer. I know the Devils won 4 nothing, but the one was an empty netter. So uh, Igor was awesome, and it just sucks that uh, the rest of the Ranger team just did not back him up. I don't know if they were just planning on winning this game uh, one to nothing in double overtime or something like that and just rely on Igor to make about 60 or 70 saves. But, yeah, man, it wasn't good. But Igor was Igor, and um, you know he's showing himself to be a big-time playoff performer. He just didn't get any help in this series. Do you think that this series loss renders the season a failure? Failure is a strong word, man, but I, I got to say yes. I mean, and again, I, I, I know the Rangers were up against a good team, a talented Devils team, a, a team in the Devils that kind of was playing the role that the Rangers played last year, this upstart team that nobody really takes seriously for one reason or another, despite the fact that they just keep winning and winning and winning and clearly have a lot of talent. But yeah, man, I mean, when you go to the Eastern Conference final last year and you arrive, you know, ahead of schedule, quote unquote, and on paper going into the playoffs this year, this is a better Ranger team this year than they had last year. And you also kind of figure, you know, forget about like the additions that they made, you know, Tarasenko and Kane among them. Uh, you also just figure like, well, you know, a lot of the young players are going to be, they're going to be another step ahead in their development. But when you look at that kid line in the playoffs, they did almost nothing. I mean, Hedl and Kako got on the score sheet a couple of times early in the series, but um, yeah, man, they, they were almost invisible. And uh, you can say that for a lot of players in the Rangers. I mean, that, that's the cold, hard truth here. I, I don't think other than Eeyore, there's a really a Ranger player that you could point to and say, you know, he had a good series. Even guys, I know Kreider had a lot of goals. Kreider was awful in this game tonight. He had a hand in each of the first two goals that the Devils scored by just not competing hard enough. And that might sound harsh, but go watch the replay. I mean, that's the reality of the situation here. And um, yeah, as far as the positives, I mean, Igor staking his claim to being one of the absolute best goalies in the league. And I think, you know, if the Rangers, if they get back to the playoffs next year, you'll always feel good about the goaltender position. Um, but he needs more help than he clearly got in these seven games here. What kind of changes should we expect this summer in response to this first round exit? Yeah, that's kind of the million dollar question right now. And I mean, Ranger Twitter is already a buzz, you know, talking about get rid of this guy and trade that guy and do this and do that. Um, the thing is, man, like, like as far as the core is concerned and you know, some of their higher paid players, almost all of them have no move clauses. So they're kind of here. They're, they're kind of entrenched and um, you know, I, I don't know if any of them would waive a no-move clause. I mean, again, th this whole loss, even for me, you know, the players always say this, even for me, the loss is just kind of sinking in right now. So it's hard to know exactly what the next move could or should be. Uh, Gerard Gallant, there's going to be a conversation there. You know, they were up 2 nothing in this series. They weren't ready to go in certain games in this series. I think games four, five, and seven, uh, the Rangers just were not ready to play big-time playoff hockey. And I've mostly been a Gerard Gallant supporter, but I think the coaching staff, you know, they – they bear some responsibility here too. Um, you know, the Rangers just not getting it done and blowing the two nothing series lead. Um, but yeah, man, as far as the core players are concerned, it's hard to really envision anything that big happening because they all have no move clauses and, you know, I'd be okay with, with giving this group another chance next year, but um, I mean, that's going to be it. It's kind of make or break next season. I would think for sure. Well, it should be an interesting off season for the Rangers. John, thank you so much. That does it for our New York Rangers review here on the Locked On Road to the Stanley Cup. 
Be sure to subscribe to or follow Locked On New York Rangers for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.